What are you putting in your body? Folks, we are going to talk all about the food crisis in America today because it's gotten to the point that I need to address it. So we're going to get all into it with two very special guests who work directly in the industry. They're going to give it to us from the horse's mouth, literally. But first, I want to remind you, humanevents.com slash POSO, sign up for the POSO Daily Brief. It has come to my attention that some of you have yet to be able to sign up for this. And so, since you have yet to sign up, I want you to go and sign up immediately, humanevents.com slash POSO, the POSO Daily Brief, read what I read for show prep, forget about scrolling all day long, just go in one email completely for free, humanevents.com slash POSO, the POSO Daily Brief. Let's get into it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is February 10th, 2023, Anno Domine. We are very excited today to join. I think this is the first time we've actually done this because we've got two guys. Now, they're not in studio with me, but they are in the Turning Point studio back, our palatial Turning Point studio at Turning Point headquarters, all the way back in Phoenix, Arizona. So we're linked up together. It's studio to studio membrane tied together at the umbilical cord. We've got Jermaine and Ben from Good Ranchers with us today. Guys, thank you so much for joining the show. Hey, man. Uh, thanks for having us. We're excited to be here. Yeah. Thanks, Jack. Well, I really appreciate it. Now, uh, for for folks who don't know, you know, for folks who are first timers, you know, we've talked about Good Ranchers a ton here on the show. But for folks that aren't familiar, can you give me a, just a quick, you know, just a quick, uh, you know, the elevator pitch for Good Ranchers? What is it? You know, why why should people really care more about this? And we're going to get in, by the way, today on today's show, this idea of actually paying attention to what we eat, paying attention to the types of food we eat and paying attention to how the food we eat is sourced. And so I think that was a perfect reason for having you guys on. Yeah, absolutely. So Good Ranchers is American meat delivered. Um, <clears throat> why that's important, the, the American meat part, is that 85% of <clears throat> the beef being sold in the U.S. today is imported from overseas. In 2015, Congress um, took away the country of origin labeling law on pork and on beef. And since 2015, the floodgates have just been opened up for beef and pork to be imported into the U.S., processed in a U.S. facility and have an American flag sticker uh, stamped on it and called product of USA. So consumers are more confused now than ever before. And so <clears throat> Good Ranchers exists to connect the American family to the American farm. We only partner with American ranches, American farms. Everything that we sell is born, raised, and harvested in the, U in the United States of America. And uh, we believe that American agriculture is the best agriculture in, in the world. And we know that our country was founded by, <clears throat> was, was built on agriculture and farming. And, um, and to see it, to see it just kind of, uh, our our country from the top down just doesn't care about it anymore. Uh, we are losing the war on um, owning our own food supply, and <clears throat> you can look you can look all through history, and whoever controls the food controls the people, and we are rapidly giving up control of our own food supply. So, good ranchers exist to, like I said, to connect the American people to the American farm. Uh, we exist 
to provide high quality meals to families um, and to support the American agriculture food chain. Yeah. And um, to jump off of what Ben just said, um, connecting the average American family to the local, a local farm. I mean, that's how it used to be. That's, that's, that's how this country was built, right? You would either know, you would know somebody that was raising cattle or you knew somebody that was raising chicken and you guys either barter or supplier, you'd go down there and you'd buy from these guys and you knew where your meat was coming from. And we've lost, we've lost that whole system, right? And so we go to walk into a grocery store. We have no earthy idea. Like Ben was just saying, 2015, the coal law, we have no earthy idea where our meat's coming from, where our eggs are coming from, any of this stuff, right? Our pork is coming from. And so, um, you know, I know when Ben and Corley started it, that was really something that was on their heart is to try to f- know where we our meat comes from. And, and so we're just trying to get back to the way it used to be. We're not trying to reinvent the wheel here. We're trying to go back to the way the way it used to be. It's like we're connecting our, our like who our customers are to f- local farms and ranches, right? And the great thing about it, and, and by the way, so my family just full, you know, full disclosure here, <laughs> we've got, we've had, I don't even know how many boxes total of good ranchers that's been delivered to us over the past, I think over a year now we've been, we've been getting them. Yeah. Uh, and every time we we go through one, we get another one. And the way this works is it gets delivered directly to your house. So you don't have to go, you know, we just do the shopping basically, you know, online and we say, oh, we want so this, this amount of this, this amount of that, because, you know, we've got uh, um, my, my wife's parents live with us. And so we've got six adults in the house, two kids. So we're always going through food. We're always shopping. And there's something great about knowing, especially because, look, we've been facing and we've seen in the news so many supply chain issues with food just over the past year. And it's it's funny because I remember when they first, you know, approached me and said, hey, do you check this Good Ranchers thing out? Is that something you'd be into? I said, yeah, that'd be great. I think that'd be I think that's awesome. I'm all about uh, natural food. I'm all about um, the fact that it's that it's not um, processed food. And so my 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 wife and her family, they're from Eastern Europe. And so when they came to the United States, this idea of all the processed food that Americans eat is so completely foreign to them. And I remember uh, my father-in-law saying something like, well, hey, you Americans, you eat so much plastic food. I don't, I don't understand why you eat all this plastic food, because yeah. that's what it is to him. You guys have been cutting that out. But but even more to the point, can you can you explain this to us? Maybe maybe you've got I'm sure because you're in the industry and uh, since I've got to do my job as as an interviewer, the egg thing, you got to explain to me, where are all the eggs going? What's going on with the eggs in this country? Yeah. <laughs> yeah so there's actually there's several factors into this um, one. The the rise in cost, right? I think last I look, uh, the average egg price is almost 70% higher than it was a year ago. Um, I know in some places, I think it's over $4 now, the average uh, cost of a dozen eggs. And in some places, it's- Which that's a steal. That's a steal. I know some places it's $10, it's you know up there. So one of the areas is obviously, and this is what we, everybody talks about, inflation, right? And inflation has, there's several steps. So the egg farmer, right? The the chicken farmer that's producing the eggs, they're they're having to pa- they're having to pass those inflation costs back to the customer because it, it's just layer after layer. Whether it's feed, feed is at an all time high as well. Chicken feed is is the most expensive it's ever been in the history of agriculture, um, and that, obviously there's layers to that too. And we'll talk about this one if we talk about beef as well. But um, the war in Ukraine with Russia, Russia and Ukraine are the two largest you know um, producers of grain for uh, for chicken grain. And so that's obviously affected the price of grain all over the world, but especially here in the U.S. So you have have the inflation cost, but then you also have um, the bird flu, the avian flu that is decimated the decimated the 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 farm of the there's and what's happened is there was a huge outbreak about three or four months ago 
the hen population decreased significantly. And this, this happened about 15 years ago, by the way. We had a, it broke out about 15 years ago. We had huge hen population decrease significantly, but, but it, it stopped, right? We, they took care of it and went through. We had a big outbreak. We had a little bit of a section where nothing happened and then another outbreak. And so the, the hen size, the herd or the, or the amount of hens out there um, never got a chance to repopulate. And so there's, a, there's a, so there's a physical chicken shortage. And then we have the inflation issue, right, with increased costs. So that, that's the problem with the eggs here. And so this just – but it just puts a light on the broken system that we're, we're working in, right? It's a broken system where we expect uh, – as, as, as families, we expect to walk into a grocery store and just – you know, have there's there's all the food we want here, um, and and it just ties back to like having to you know owning your own food supply, right? Whether it's through good ranchers, right, like or, or some other source, but being able to know exactly where you're going to get your pro- your food from, whether it's eggs, beef, chicken, um, so where these giant outlier events can't affect you. Ladies and gentlemen, do you feel like the world is being held together with duct tape right now? Because, you know, I do. Every day we are thrown in new directions by the fake news to pull us from the reality that we're all about to face. Between the government trying to print their way out of debt, global military conflicts, and a looming food shortage, preparedness is no longer a choice. It's a necessity. In times like these, you can trust My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply's three-month emergency food kit comes packed with tasty, and I mean tasty, meals packed with over 2,000 calories a day. And right now, you will automatically get $200 in free survival gear with each kit you order. These products will save the day when crisis comes, and it's coming soon. Self-reliance is your only option. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and get $200 worth of free survival essentials with your three-month emergency food kit. Everything is in stock and ready to go with free shipping, too. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com before the next disaster strikes. MyPatriotSupply.com. Well, and, and that's exactly right, because, you know, we see study after study that's talking about the health in the United States, I think, after covid in general, people are, are asking more questions about their health and not just about from, a, you know, from the perspective of a, uh, you know, of, of a virus or, you know, potential different treatments. But we're also starting to look more at the inputs to our health, this more of holistic view of things, this idea that, you know, you got some guy up there on TV who doesn't look healthy at all telling you that, uh, you know, he knows what's best. And right. then yeah. you've got but then and then some government worker, you know, determining what the government says should be right. But of course we know the government was completely wrong with the food pyramid. They promoted that for three decades of being completely wrong. They're still wrong in many of the things that they put out from the FDA. And we know this is because big ag is coming in and, and, you know, pushing different, uh, different things they want. Obviously big sugar plays a huge, huge role in that as well as the amount of sugars that find themselves in our processed foods. Can you talk a little bit about why it's so important that we make sure that our food is not coming from one of those sources and that we are getting in, indeed, you know, when you go to a Whole Foods or a grocery store, that you're not necessarily getting just just raw natural product and as, as opposed to what you guys actually uh, uh, ship directly to people's uh, homes. <clears throat> yeah. Eat real food. <laughs> say <it again>. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've tweeted that so many times. Uh, just eat real food. Eat my, real. my wife. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I don't know if you cut your eyes. I asked you go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. My wife always says this, though. She always says. When you go to buy something at the store, you want the minimum amount of ingredients possible. And if and if possible, there should only be one. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> the yeah. one word when you look under the ingredients. Yeah. You go out and you look at this like uh, beyond meat and plant-based this and plant-based that. Uh, my, one of my producers was just telling me, I guess Chick-fil-A is experimenting with a uh, you know plant-based beyond oh, no. meat chicken. Yeah, it's and like, it's not like Chick-fil-A. Cauliflower. You, I know, right? I thought that was Chick-fil-A. God's chicken. <laughs> exactly. Even they're getting everywhere with this stuff. Because and you look at the list, of the, the, the thing reads like a CVS receipt with all the ingredients in this yeah. stuff. It's like, yeah, there might be something that touched the plant <laughs> at some point, but what else you got in there? And it's it. it but yeah, please go ahead. Yeah, well, we're we're actually in the process of of writing a blog every every Friday. We put out a, a different blog, and we try to be we try to talk about what's going on in the in the industry and in the, in the meat you know the meat industry and and um, current events and things like that. We're working on one right now because we just learned this <clears throat> recently that. The that Beyond Meat actually has a patent with um, Dippin' Dots. That okay. yeah, where they're using the they're um, they're using the technology of Dippin' Dots to <clears throat> to freeze this fatty substance into these little ge- gelatinous mass pellets that they actually are make they make the Beyond Meat with. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's gross, yeah. It's absolutely disgusting. So they're trying to, what they're trying to do is replicate, that's actually what, just what my mind went to when you said that. So they're trying to replicate the, because you'll, you'll get these little gelatinous, you know, globules in, in meat just, just naturally as you get right. where marshmallows and different things come from uh, when you're, when you're uh, processing it. But, but that, uh, and I just remember from, you know, working in a deli when I was growing up, basically, um, that, what they're trying to do is replicate that using Dippin' Dots technology yeah, to create yeah. artificial. Oh, that sounds yeah. so. And, weird. and the number one ingredient that for that so is weird. is canola oil. Yeah, which obviously you know, like the seed oil is a huge, huge debate right now, huge conversation. But I mean, I'm 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 all about it. I'm I'm 100. Yeah. percent I'm like in this house, we do not eat seed oils. Yeah. In this house, we do not touch receipts. Yeah. Uh, you know, we go we go hardcore with <laughs> yeah. all that stuff. I love it. Um, and my and but but you gotta understand that for for my wife. And for her family, it's not viewed as hardcore. For them, it's normal because most countries in the world and particularly in Europe, but just most countries in the world in general, they do not eat like Americans. Mm-hmm. They don't mm-hmm. eat what you know they refer to as the standard American diet. And if you've ever traveled outside the world or if you've ever had uh, natural meat, if you've ever had natural vegetables, you will understand that the, the physical taste, the texture, the quality, it's totally different from the stuff we've been eating. Oh, uh, hands down, no question. It's, uh, it, we, you know, this started. This really started in the '70s, probably before then. But it, the when we, when uh, talking about the food pyramid and just the American nutrition, we we went on this fat-free craze and we put this war on fat, um, and then which allowed them, which allowed us to start heavily processing things to make them fat-free which is actually terrible for you. Animal fats are so good for us. They're, they're good for the brain. They're good for, uh, I mean, you can go down the list of the reasons of why we need animal fats. And um, th- it's just this war on fat, which then goes into this war on meat. And, um, and, and all it's done, it's crazy because every other country, <clears throat> the U.S. used to produce the most beef, more beef than any other country. And we are on, if you look at a graph of the beef production in the U.S. from the year 2000 to today, it's a 45 degree angle down. And you can look this up on the USDA website. It's, 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 it's out there for anybody to see if you go to the USDA website. It's a 45 degree angle slant of, of a decrease in U.S. 
in um, U.S. beef production. But Brazil and South America, they're reg- they're mowing down the rainforest to create more pastures to put more cattle on. Uh, New Zealand is 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 constantly producing more and more and more beef. We we're on the verge of producing the least amount of beef than we've ever have before. And that's a problem. That's a real problem because we are going to be, we are going to be, we at the mercy of other countries trying to provide us real food if we want it. And, um, and the majority of people just aren't talking about this. I'm still glad and thankful that you have, um, that you had us on the show. And I'm, and, and I know that you regularly talk about things like this, but, um, yeah, we talk about a lot of things in politics and the world, and 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 but food is a fundamental human need. We it's we need air, we need water, we need food, and um, and if if we are dependent on other countries to provide us our food, then we might as well just be a slave to them. The dollar just hit a seven month low, and we all saw what happened with the crypto market last year. Why would you trust your hard earned savings with unstable governments printing more money while on the brink of default? Take my advice, protect your financial future with something real, gold and silver, from my friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold can help you protect your IRA or 401k with physical gold and silver, and if you prefer, have it delivered securely right to your front door. Since the beginning of time, there's only one universal currency that is always of value, and that is gold. Allegiance Gold has the highest rating in the industry, five stars of TrustLink, a AAA rating, and the Business Consumer Alliance, and an A+. With a better business bureau, you can invest with confidence because of the quality and service of Allegiance Gold. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithposo.com today. We may not be able to control the policies of the Biden administration, but we can prepare the consequences. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithposo.com. That's protectwithposo.com. People need well, to care. Well, that's exactly right. I mean, we've 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 gotten to the point now, and we talked about this in the pandemic, where we were essentially we've outsourced everything. So yep. we are the we are now our you know you you might say the U.S.'s greatest export is jobs right now over the last thirty years because <laughs> we sent all our manufacturing to China. We've outsourced our energy to the Middle East, and to your point, we are outsourcing more and more of our agriculture every single year with uh, not only for the agricultural production of uh, vegetables and crops, but also with livestock and this idea. And I don't think people realize this, that you're getting the stuff that you're getting that's that says, you know, USDA or, or US meat. It's it's not necessarily because of these labels, the way that it's processed, the way the shipping goes in. They're able to slap this on. And you're right. It could be something from Brazil. It could be from Australia. It could be from Mexico. You would not know. Yeah. And, and the standards are so different. That's the, other, that's the other topic. You know, the standards for raising cattle. The U.S. has some of the most stringent standards for raising cattle, right? Whether it's, um, you know, what what's being fed, how it's being treated veterinary, how, like, how they live, all of those things. Like, we have some of the best, the best standards. These other countries, we don't know what they're doing, right? You get to the South America, South America, we don't know what there is. There's no regulation. Ben brought up New Zealand. New Zealand is, are, is one of the first countries to start mandating the mRNA vaccines in their cattle. Um, so there's a, there's a pretty big... Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't bury the lead. They're mandating mRNA vaccines in their cattle. Break that down for me. Yeah. So um, I think it was earlier this couple of months ago that they were they were the first country they they pass it through their their 
their government that uh, all ca- all cattle ha- moving forward had to be vaccinated with the mRNA. They have not put a date on it. Yeah, they haven't put a date on it. Yeah, date on it. No. And so, um, so yeah, they will be the first country to to produce cattle that are actually have that mRNA vaccine. So we've n- it's never been done um, in cattle before, right? Outside of like some you know laboratory testing events, but um, yeah, and there's there's a really large. <laughs> There's a really large uh, online meat company out there that gets majority of their cattle from New Zealand. So that's that's you have to be careful. You got to know like back to what we said at the very beginning, connecting American families to the local ranch and farms. Know where your meat comes from. It's important. It's extremely important. Um, yeah, because you want to know what you're putting. The the reason my wife and I, Corley, Corley and I started Good Ranchers is we it was after we had our first child that <clears throat> we've always been healthy um, individuals. But after we had our first kid, we really started going, looking at labels and really started looking at what we were bringing into the home to put into our bodies. And when we started looking at our options for meat, we found that there, there was not, there was so, there's so much inconsistency and lack of transparency in the meat world. There's literally a term in in this industry that we've learned called the meat mafia. And, and, uh, <laughs> meat it's, mafia. It's a it's a regular term used in in the beef industry, and because it's it's such a racket the way it's ran. Um, and that's a great punk rock band name, by the way. There we go. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So again, we started Good Ranchers, really for our, for our own family. And knowing that if it was important to our family, it would be important to other families. And so we we eat, we're on a regular subscription of Good Ranchers. We don't sell anything that we don't eat in our own home regularly. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, and to your point, um, we've we've done that for our family as well with Good Ranchers, with your company. We've, we've you know, our kids have eaten it. Our, we've, we've been to Turning Point events where, you know, Good Ranchers supplied the food. And they love it, by the way. Yeah. They absolutely yeah. love it. The hot dogs, the burgers, particularly because they're they're kind of at that age more. They're <laughs> yeah. not really you know, yeah. steaks, and you guys do seafood as well. Um, yeah. But yeah. one of the uh, one of the things that I, I like about it is is look, my wife and I, uh, she's raising the kids. Um, I'm busy. I'm you know taping shows and running off to this event, that event. Or Charlie calls me up and says, Jack, you're we're sending you to Davos. You're going to Davos for a couple of weeks and deal with the. Klaus Schwab and the economic forum and everything. And it, and it's, it's tough to be able to sit down and say, look, I, I don't always have time to do all the research into every single thing. And, and I get it that people are busy. I've, I say this all the time. And I, I say, sometimes I say it about, you know, elections, but, or news in general is, you know, people aren't stupid. People are just busy, mm-hmm. right? People are just busy and they're looking for a way to cut through they're, they're, to save their time for things they want to be able to spend time on. And sure, they can, you know, listen to podcasts like this. And, I, you know, I highly encourage everyone to listen to podcasts at 2X, even my own podcast. Go ahead, listen to 2X. I don't care. So right. do I. But <laughs> the idea is you want to be able to spend time with your family. You want to be able to spend time where you're doing stuff that you enjoy. You don't want to be spending time digging into, you know, the the sourcing properties of Beyond Meat and what does this ingredient yeah. do? And that I get it, right? It, it, it takes forever. It's going to take up so much of your time. What I appreciate that you guys do is that you've actually kind of already done that homework for them. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, can that, I, okay. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Our... There's lots of people putting meat in boxes. There's You can get meat at the grocery store. But with the Good Ranchers, you can trust the source. You know where you're getting it from. And Ronald Reagan said in his farewell address, um, he said, all great change in America starts at the dinner table. So tonight, sit down, start talking. And 
our mission at Good Ranchers isn't to put meat in a box. It's to bring people to the table. The, the dinner table has been lost over the last 30, 40 years. We're in a fast food society. We want to provide amazing quality meat that you know you can trust where it's coming from, that supports American agriculture. And you can just make easy quality meals at home and spend time around the table because the table is what transforms the home. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more, guys. We're just about out of time, but but just give us a couple of seconds left. Uh, let us let people know where they can follow you, what you guys are working on next, and if people are interested, obviously it's GoodRanchers.com. But if you have anything else coming out with the company, yeah, sure. so go, go to GoodRanchers.com. You can bacon. find it. Yeah, we have bacon. We're about to launch bacon here in about three three weeks, and then we have a. a pork oh, don't line. tell me that. You guys, no, <laughs> not three weeks. Now I gotta. I'm gonna yeah. wait in three weeks. And so let me no, tell you, you we. Gotta, I need. I, 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 come on, I'm like the host of the show, right? I get yeah. a special cut. Right? We can, yeah. we can get you works. some bacon. Get you some next week. I, I Producers, don't let them out of the building. <laughs> I have personally tried so much bacon over the last six months trying to get the, this is the best bacon hands down that we've had. It is amazing. You're going to love it. We're launching a pork line here in about six weeks. Amazing pork line. And I just want to say one thing, supply, like supply shortages are coming. They're not, it's not an if, it is coming. Yeah. We have the lowest amount of cattle in the U.S. ever, ever. And it's only going to, we have about a three-year gap where it's just going to continue to go down. So find a food source that you can trust. Find a food source that you can depend on. And with Good Ranchers, you can depend on us. We, we've, done, we've done our homework. We've, we've got a great supply chain set up. So go out and find a place that you know, you know you're not going to have to worry about where your next meal is going to come from with Good Ranchers. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for coming on. We've got Ben Spell, Jermaine Gill here from Good Ranchers. I appreciate you being on and explaining to us the importance of knowing that we put in our bodies and the importance of maintaining our supply chains. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore. <laughs>